What's up? You're listening to me, Jack, here in the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm right here at the Palladium in Hollywood with Swingin' Utters. And what's your name and what do you do in the band? My name is Johnny Bonnell, and uh, I'm the lead singer. You're the only non-shy one in the group that uh, wants to do the interview? or what? Probably the most shy, actually. It's just that uh, I don't mind interviews, and why not, you know? Pretty cool. So how long have you guys been a band? Uh, we've been a band since 1988, but... In the 80s, it was mostly just doing covers and playing parties. And then uh, early 90s, that's when Darius, the main songwriter of the band, joined. And that's when it sort of uh, took off and we moved, all moved to San Francisco as a band. Started playing more shows and clubs and stuff like that. So the beginning of Swingin' Utter's original, writing originals and all that stuff, probably early 90s, 91 or something. So whose side projects were like Dead to Me and Filthy Thieving Bastards? Dead to Me, Jack, uh, the guitar player that's in our band now, 
Um, he was also in One Man Army, his first band. Um, uh, Filthy Thieving Bastards is me and Darius and um, a few other guys, but me and Darius are the the ones from Swing and Utters. So whose bands started first? Was it the Swing and Utters first, and then came Dead to Me, and then came Filthy Thieving Bastards, or like what order did that come about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Swing and Utters. I mean, like I said, early '90s. Dead to Me was late '90s, if that. Maybe the 2000s. Um, one Man Army was around since the 90s. They, they used to play with the Swing and Others all the time. That was Jack's first band, but uh, yeah, Dead to Me was more of a 2000s band. And uh, Filthy Thievens was a, was a 2004, I think, that's when we first started. Are any of those projects still alive? Yeah, yeah. We, we still play shows, uh, weddings, whatever, whatever we can get our uh, hands on. Um, yeah, we, st- we still play as much as we can. Um, but definitely, Swing and Others is on the uh, high, high on the priority list out of all the other side pro- projects. So. so, how do you feel your Swing and Others? How do you feel your music has evolved over all these years? I think it's a little bit smoother process writing the songs. Uh, just once you do it a, a number of times, just like anything, I guess it gets easier. Um, as a, as far as um, musically, we really haven't changed that much there's always a folk influence in there there's always a country influence there'll be reggae mixed in we, we tend not to be uh too pigeonholed into just like a punk rock style of music we try to inject other things um just to make it a little bit more interesting but um i think that's in the in the very beginning our first records were, were more punk than anything but they've always had some kind of folk instrumentation like an accordion or a mandolin, or um, even a banjo, and uh, so as far as evolving, we we probably just added more instrumentation and wrote uh, more diverse songs. Where do you think that folk influence came from in the country and the punk and everything? I just just uh, all the band members have so much, so many different musical tastes. So it's it's just everyone putting in their two cents, and eventually you're just gonna get something that sort of. Uh, yeah, sticks, stick, you know, yeah, throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. But, uh, yeah, that, that's just the way it came about. I mean, we're all fans of uh, all different styles of music. And collectively, I think uh, punk, folk, country are, are probably our main styles of music that we like. So what are some of your favorite, like, folk singers or country singers? Uh, I like uh, Roger Miller just because of his sense of humor and great songwriting and a really great singer as well. Um, he's probably one of my main uh, main bands or whatever I listen to out of the country stuff. But uh, of course, Johnny Cash. Yeah, folk-wise, Bob Dylan and and uh, the Stones um, when they when they did their folk albums, kind of twisted pop folk stuff. And uh, and Velvet Underground. That's probably my favorite stuff. How about on the punk side? Which bands? Clash is definitely up there, but Still Full Fingers should be noted because uh, their their first album is amazing. It's one of my favorite albums just because of the anger on it and um, the way Jake sings is probably one of my favorite vocal performances on record. So, yeah, I guess it'd be more of the uh, the seventies uh, punk rock is what I like the most. Ramones, Clash, Still Full Fingers. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys get on this show with Dropkick Murphys and Insurgents? 
Uh, I've been friends with Dropkicks for a long time. We met Kenny before he was in a band, and uh, he would actually come see us. He lives in Boston. He'd come see us in uh, San Diego and go surfing and stuff. So he'd, he'd plan his trips around our shows. and uh, Or not maybe plan uh, our sh we'd plan our shows around his surfing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he would show up a lot, and uh, we became good friends. And then Dropkick Murphys uh, started and played shows with them. Shared the stage with them in Boston, and they shared the stage with us in San Francisco. And uh, yeah, I just always kept in touch, and always, you know, they skyrocketed in, into this mega band that's, you know, pretty awesome. So uh, uh, we'll take anything that they offer because, you know, they're a popular band, and it, it's, uh, you know, more power to them. And we're, we're happy to be friends with them. Let's take a listen to a song. And these. What's your latest album right now? It's called Here Under Protest. Uh, came out uh, 2010, I think in November or something like that. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's more of a mix of our old stuff. Um, just because we didn't really have that much time putting it out. I mean, writing the songs was we we weren't really that prepared when we went in the studio. So it took a long it took a long time to record. But uh, the writing process uh, was uh, similar to what we did in the, in the past. Just everyone putting in their two cents and, and getting these uh, kind of punk, folk, country songs. What do you think is the best way to get a song out? Like, is it in an empty room or is it like at a bar? Or like, what's the best environment for a new song to come out? Yeah, I kind of like it played in bars and stuff like that. Um, but I, I don't think anything beats just playing them live and going on tour and, and being able to see uh, which songs work live. It's always a weird process because you always think something's going to be great live and it, most of the time it's the opposite of what you think and they'll be cheering for something that you're like, there's no way this one's going to fly and it becomes one of the more popular songs. So uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to me just to see what the, what the fans like about the new songs. Well, what do you think is the best environment for one to come out of you guys? Like the songwriting process, what's oh, the best uh, environment? Well, I mean, Darius writes differently than I do, and I write differently than Jack, and Jack writes differently than me and Darius. So uh, for me, it's it's just uh, listening to old music and coming up with ideas that way. Like I'll listen to Dylan and the Stones and Velvet Underground and come up with uh, just weird ways to sing their songs. And then I'll bring all these crazy lyrics to Darius and um, I'll hum him a tune and he'll put chords to it. So Darius is uh, pretty prolific. So he probably like writes a lot of songs in a room, empty room, so. So let's take a listen to one of these songs. And these songs you just gave me, are these off of your newest album? Uh, yeah, they are, they all are off that, yeah. And Darius wrote that Brand New Lungs, the first one. So I guess we'll take a listen to that very first one that I wrote down called Brand New Lungs. What is that song all about, do you know? Uh, yeah, you'd probably have to ask Darius, but I think everything's self-interpretive. It's He writes a bunch of songs, and uh, you'd think they have this certain meaning, and he goes, well, if that's what you think that it uh, it means to you, then you know, use that. But uh, yeah, I don't think he has any kind of definitive meaning behind each song. Same with me. I just sort of write, and just whatever people pick out of it, more power to that. It's kind of funny when you listen to a song and you think of certain things like you think it's a dark song or something like that, and then you actually ask the person who wrote it and it's like totally different than what you would have thought. Exactly. It's kind of weird how it works that way. But we'll take a listen to this song. It's called Brand New Lungs by the Swinging Nutters, and we're out here at the Palladium in Hollyweird. 
with the swinging udders. Here on the protest is beef burgers.
afraid of daylight She don't cry and she don't complain To honor, cherish, protect and keep you She took your problems and took your name All she wants is a stone on the island She don't care if there's wind or there's rain Only a woman of a statue could shield you From the venom of this town's disdain And she'll wait by your side She'll never let you out of her sight And she'll wait by your side You're the one thing that matters in her life As she waits 
in the fantasize and seem sometimes they're sailing the same boat. Politicians mesmerize and throngs of automated souls, some similar cycle screwing on the scope. I'm leaving town to join sophisticates in my head. We'll have a fun play and a hypocrite critic. And when the creatures in the palaces are crushed, I can safely say I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Welcome back. That was Fruitless Fortunes by the Swingin' Utters, and we're out here with the Swingin' Utters at the Palladium in Hollywood. You know, I noticed you guys have this particular way of writing the logo Swinging Utters with the dollar signs and everything. Any particular reason why? Yeah, um, we were first called in the in 88, we were Johnny P-Bucks in the Swingin' Utters, and I'm, I'm me being Johnny P-Bucks. Long story, embar- totally embarrassing story how I got that name, but... Um, I kind of want. We wanted to shorten it because everyone was screwing it up every time we played live, and um, I wanted the name Swinging Utters to have more a serious look to it. So I made the logo sort of stole from Husker Du and the Clash, and the dollar signs. The only thing they're in there for is the P bucks, in the in the first name that we had. Mm-hmm. So I wanted the dollar bills to signify that like we're still that same band, Johnny P bucks and the Swinging Utters, but. We're going by swinging airs now, but I know a lot of people think it has something to do with we're greedy, you know, whatever. That's all, what they all think. All into the money and yeah, super vain and whatnot. But it couldn't be further from the truth. We're really uh, humble people when it comes down to it. It's interesting how uh, everyone thinks that these big bands are all like all about money and whatever. It wasn't like that back then. I don't think like back in the '80s with these hair metal bands or these one hit wonder bands it didn't seem like that before but for some reason today it's just like it's all about the money or something yeah definitely i mean you you see it everywhere it's uh the world's a creepy place and you know people will do anything to to make a dollar and it's uh and it's always uh kind of an evil way to do it too and uh yeah i just never never dug that aspect of the music industry but uh what are you gonna do man i love music so uh 
maybe try to put a new spin on it and you know try to write some more uh, humbling experiences in your music and try to portray someone as, not as a selfish prick or a arrogant asshole who's in a band you know it's not it's not all like that and you'll come across them but they're few and far between I know that I wonder if I'd get like shot for uh, being stereotypical about I think that came from like the rappers out there that like to talk about bling bling or something <laughs> yeah I mean that's a different culture it's, a, it's like um, you know a lot of them never had money um, as rappers and when they got these big paychecks they probably wanted to flaunt it and it's like that doesn't bug me it's the people that just uh, just abuse the weird power of being in a band and, and just treat people like shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if you're going to flaunt your riches. Just don't be a prick to people, you know. So thinking about back when you started this band, would you ever change anything if you could do it again? Yeah, I, I would uh, probably wouldn't drink as much when I was younger because that sort of, uh, I was really deflated at the end of tours and, Sometimes I'd have to miss shows because my voice just went kaputs. But um, yeah, I think I would have took it a little bit easier. And I, I, you know, I blacked out a lot when I was younger too in the band. And I think that had a lot to do with friction in the band as well. Because you know, I would get in these crazy arguments that I wouldn't remember the next morning. So, um, and I'd fuck things up too. So I, yeah, I think uh, if I wanted, if I, if I had the chance to do it over again. I would definitely change that. So how did you guys meet? Where did you find each other and start this band? Well, Kevin, our original bass player, um, he's playing bass with us tonight, but uh, we went to, from I think we met in fourth grade, so we've known each other for a long time. And um, we all met sort of in Santa Cruz. That's where we grew up. That's where I grew up. That's where uh, Kevin grew up. Um, Darius grew up a little bit in the Los Angeles area, Calaveras County. And then uh, he moved up to to uh, Santa Cruz um, when he was, I don't know, eight or nine, I think. Or maybe it might have been later than that, I'm not really sure. But uh, we all sort of met in Santa Cruz, just all sort of liking the same music, crossing paths, seeing shows and whatnot, and uh, had a mutual friends that knew each other. So um, we'd either cross paths at parties or punk rock shows or um, movie th- theater showings which is like all of our friends worked in movie theaters and they would close down the shop and we'd all hit there like at midnight and watch movies for free so yeah Santa Cruz was the place where we all sort of met so changing the subject slightly you guys are on tour right now or did you just finish a tour or what's going on this is such a small tour that I wouldn't even call it that it was just dropkick saying hey we're gonna be out on the west coast would you guys do four or five shows we're like yeah for sure and um, it popped up at a time when we weren't touring, so um, we said yes. And then, yeah, we just got off a, a month-long European tour, and uh, that went all of September. Um, but it was fun. It was good. We had to go to play places that we've never played before, like Croatia and Serbia. And uh, it was really cool to meet uh, new and, and uh, cool people at the shows. How's the scene down in like Croatia and Serbia? Is it like all these crazy people like L.A., or is it... Not as crazy, or what is it like? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say <laughs> nothing like L.A. It's it's hard to like just base it off of one show, you know what I mean? Because it's not like we hung out there for it. But they treated us really well, and they were very respectful, and they had a sense of humor. You know, they they weren't just uh, these uh, depressed dolts that were you know moping around. They, they were they were really into it. Really cool crowds, 
and uh, it wasn't a huge show or anything like that. It was, you know, probably less than a hundred people, but they, they were both really fun, and everyone was really respectful. So it, it was kind of just a cool experience. Not really sure if you're the right person to ask for that, but how did you get a show in like in Serbia or Croatia or something like that? We just asked. Um, we have a booking agent, uh, Weird World Booking. Her name's Chrissy, and uh, yeah, we just asked her. Uh, you know, could we play these places? We've never been there before, and um, we've been touring Europe for a good ten, twelve years. So, um, you know, not not twelve years uh, touring, but um, over a 12-year period of time we've been touring. So, um, yeah, we just asked her. And, you know, we, we've always wanted to play places where bands don't think to play. And we also are friends with this band in um, San Francisco called La Plebe, and they, they said that he, uh, they enjoyed their experiences there as well, and they said they mainly tour places like that. They don't even tour Germany or places where they probably could make more money, but they'd rather play the places where... A lot of bands won't go because they're either scared or it's hard to get across the border or something. It's amazing what happens when you just ask. Like, we wouldn't have gotten this interview if I didn't ask to do the interview. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. You should always uh, take a shot. What the hell? You know, what do you got to lose? Exactly. So we'll take a listen to another song since we've been talking forever. We're going to take a listen to another song by The Swinging Utters because we're talking with them right now. This next song is called Kick It Over by the Swing and Utters, and you're listening to me, Jack, here in the Punk Rock Demonstration. And what's your name again? Johnny. From the Swing and Utters.
Hey, that was Kick It Over by the Swinging Utters, and we're out here in Hollywood at the Palladium with the Swinging Utters, and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration. So where can people find more information about your music? Facebook, websites. Um, Facebook.com slash. Yeah, Swinging Utters or whatever. Yeah, it's just under the name. So, But it's not spelled with Ds like a lot of people might think. It's spelled with Ts. Utters is U-T-T-E-R-S. And swinging is without the G. It's W or S W I N G I N. So yeah, you can find it on uh, Facebook or uh, we have our website, but we haven't been able to like update it as much as we'd like to. But um, that usually has all the touring information, uh, band history, bios, and all that shit. So I notice you guys are getting older. Obviously, what do you plan on doing now that you're getting older? Or what do you plan on doing since you're getting older? Uh, I just keep working at what I'm doing right now. Always stay busy and always try to create every single day of my life. Um, I do artwork on the side. Um, would love to make that my my only thing I do, but it's not going to probably happen. So I'll just uh, yeah, I'll just keep working on that. And uh, I'm raising a family too, so that that's a lot of hard work. And my wife's doing the brunt of it. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. But yeah, I just want to just grow up and. Uh, raise happy kids, raise cool kids, and um, keep my relationship with my wife still, you know, going strong. You speak of that family and everything, how do you keep the family happy and at the same time be in this band? It's really tough, actually. Yeah, because I'm gone a lot, and um, my wife has to pick up the slack, and it's, I know it's really, really hard for her, and when I get back, I need to make up time with the kids, with taking care of shit, and um, just being a, a good father. It's definitely not easy, and uh, that's the hardest thing to do for me when I tour is is uh, missing the kids and my wife. It's it's uh, I, I, the, the tours need to be a little bit less than, than a month, because a month seems to be the longest that I could do it. Do you see yourself doing the band your entire life, or do you have other plans in mind? I could I could see playing music my entire life, but I don't you know, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to say when uh, like swinging nerves are gonna wrap it up and all that. But um, yeah, I just have a feeling that physically it's gonna take me in a new direction musically because I I don't think that like I'd, I'd be able to spaz out like I do on stage once I get even a little bit older than I am now. It's like, I just heard uh, that Cindy Lauper is playing another show in, I don't remember where, and I'm like, wow, isn't Cindy Lauper, like, quite old? <laughs> yeah, it's old. But that's uh, more power to her. I mean, that's cool. I mean, uh, whatever makes you happy, and uh, she's got a cool voice. She's got a rad voice, so, um, you know, some people probably didn't get to see her back in the day, so. Like me. <laughs> yeah, why not? It would be amazing to see her sing her old songs, like, girls just want to have fun or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't see why that's what's a pro- there's no problem with that with me I mean I'm sure with a lot of the younger people they probably like say hey get the old lady off the stage or get that old dude off the stage but um, you know what's the point of getting all bent out of shape over that it's like at least they're doing something you know what I would love to see is the Ramones play but unfortunately that's never gonna happen you know right so. right yeah 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 there's there's a lot of people that uh, would like to see that happen but uh, the clash as well but you know Joe's gone so uh, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we've talked about lots and lots of stuff. So 
yeah, I guess that's about it. I guess we can end it off with another song from you guys. So what do you think is better? Bent Collector or Taking the Long Way or Hell, let's just play both. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Taking the Long Way first, maybe. That works. So we'll take a listen to this last couple songs by the Swingin' Utters. It's going to be by... It's going to be called Taking the Long Way, and then we'll take a listen to Bent Collector. You've been listening to me, Jack, here on the Punk Rock Demonstration and the Swingin' Utters. And, yeah, you can find more information about Swingin' Utters at where at? Facebook.com slash Swingin' Utters. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, website, www.swingingutters.com. Very cool, and you can find more information about my radio show called Punk Rock Demonstration at punkrockdemo.com. Come on.
Listen to Jack on the punk rock demonstration. I'm Johnny from the Swingin' Utters, and thank you for having me. Frozen in their flight Trapped within the thunder light 
Tired of that same old stuff they call punk rock? Well, take a listen to these upcoming songs. Never before heard anywhere. It's the Punk Rock Demonstration New Music Block. Remember, you heard it here first on the Punk Rock Demonstration.
listening to punk rock demonstration and we are broken bottles. That's right. One, two, three, four.
what's up? This is the Angst with the punk rock demonstration.
demonstration with us vice squad and me higgins vice squad's personal butler yes with saucy jack the sexy naked dj who's naked 24 7 listen to him every day every night bondage has got a stiffy because of saucy jack how about that the, the man himself has given becky bondage herself a stiffy Oh, no. 